Welcome to our podcast presented to you by the European Respiratory Society. Our topic today is sarcoidosis and its possible genetic association with chronic inflammatory bowel diseases such as Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. I'm Anka Stigmaier Petroianu, the press officer for the ERS. I'm pleased to be speaking to Professor Vincent Cotin of the University of Lyon and the Reference Center for Orphan Pulmonary Diseases in Lyon, France. He is the head of the ERS Clinical Assembly and ERJ Associate Editor. Welcome, Professor Cotin. Hello. In the March edition of the European Respiratory Journal, German researchers report about identifying certain genetic polymorphisms in patients with either acute or chronic sarcoidosis or susceptibility genes known in patients with certain autoimmune disorders, namely ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. Professor Cotin, what is the role of genetics in our current understanding of sarcoidosis? Can it be considered a genetic disease? No, sarcoidosis is not a genetic Mendelian disease, and especially it does not resolve from the mutation of a given gene. But genetics can bring many advances in this field beyond the genetics per se, and currently such studies are really driving the advances in the field of sarcoidosis pathogenesis. Familial clustering of sarcoidosis is well described, but only 5% of cases of sarcoidosis are familial. For example, having a first-degree relative with sarcoidosis increases your risk by or for disease by fivefold. However, less than 1% of relatives of patients with sarcoidosis will develop the disease. So currently, sarcoidosis is considered as a multifactorial disorder resulting from a very complex interaction of genetic predisposition and yet unknown environmental factors that cause the disease. So it results from environmental stimuli, for example, infectious agents, possibly mycobacteria or propionibacteria. Secondly, susceptibility genes, which may predispose to the development of granulomatous inflammation. And three, modifier genes, which may affect the disease phenotype in people already susceptible for example, which may predispose to acute forms or chronic forms or love grand or extrathoracic manifestations and so on. Well, what do we know so far about the genetics of sarcoidosis? Well, the genome-wide scanning for sarcoidosis has identified a few candidate genes. The most promising candidate gene so far is called butyrophilin-like 2 or BTNL2. It is a member of the immunoglobulin superfamily and it has been implicated as a co-stimulatory molecule involved in T-cell activation. So the biological plausibility is high for this molecule. The results have been replicated in more than one population. There is another candidate gene called annexin A11 that, by the way, was identified by the same German group that publishes in this issue of the ERJ. And annexin A11 is a member of the annexin family of proteins, but validation for this gene awaits further studies. And in addition, there have been numerous case control association studies of potential candidate regions for sarcoidosis, and this includes the chemokine receptors, CCR2 and CCR5, the interleukin 18, TNF-alpha, and several HLA loci. And most of the genes, such as IL-18 or TNF-alpha, seem to play key roles 
in the pathogenesis of other immune disorders, such as Crohn's disease, and they may act as general modifiers of the inflammatory response. However, some of these results are conflicting. It is known that there is familiar clustering not only of sarcoidosis and Crohn's disease, but the two diseases can even affect the same patient, pointing to a possible common genetic etiology. How often does it happen that the patient presents with both diseases? It is true that the two diseases can affect the same patients. However, this is exceedingly rare. Sarcoidosis rarely involves the gastrointestinal tract, and inflammatory bowel disease rarely involves the lung. And when they do, lung involvement is characterized by chronic inflammatory bronchiolitis that may be associated with dyspnea, chronic cough, treatment bud pattern, or mosaic pattern on the chest CT, and very often obstructive lung disease and lung function. But this is quite rare, and also this is fascinating. This is not the main reason why it is interesting to search for common predisposing genetic factors for both sarcoidosis and Crohn's disease. Why then is it interesting to search for such common predisposing factors? Well, the main reason is that there are many common clinical and immunological features between sarcoidosis and chronic inflammatory bowel disease. First, both disorders are characterized by granuloma non-caseating granuloma. So they share a similar immune response. And for example, about half of the patients with Crohn's disease test positive for QVEM antigens. The granulomas in sarcoidosis are rich in CD4 lymphocytes. And the CD4, CD8 lymphocyte ratio is increased in BAL, while in patients with Crohn's disease, CD4 lymphocytes are activated in the intestinal mucosa, and some T-cell subsets are expanded in the lung. And secondly, mycobacteria have been detected in intestinal tissue of patients with Crohn's and in the lungs of patients with sarcoidosis. And third, both diseases have a genetic component, for example, supported by disease being more common in monozygotic twins as compared to dizygotic twins. And four, a polymorphism in not 2, NOD2, has been identified as a major susceptibility gene for Crohn's disease, and it is also associated with an increased risk to develop severe pulmonary disease in patients with Crohn's disease. So the lessons we learn about the genetic influences on one granulo of one granulomatous disorder may provide actually insights into the genetics and the immunopathology of other similar disorders. Fisher and colleagues undertook genetic studies in almost 2,000 patients with either acute or chronic sarcoidosis and matched controls. What were their main findings? Well, they performed a very large study to investigate the hypothesis that sarcoidosis and inflammatory bowel disease may share susceptibility loci. They tested 106 single nucleotide polymorphisms, the so-called SNPs, which were already known to be associated with inflammatory bowel disease for potential association with sarcoidosis. And their main finding was to identify three significant associations with sarcoidosis. First, one SNP was associated with chronic sarcoidosis, and was within the interleukin-23 receptor gene. In addition, similar results were obtained in a different family sample for the SNP in IL-23 receptor. 
And two other separate markers were located within the so-called HERC2 gene on chromosome 15. One was associated with acute sarcoidosis and the other with sarcoidosis regardless of acute or chronic presentation. So this study was successful in identifying novel genetic variants associated with sarcoidosis. So this further contributes to the evidence to the postulate by the authors of a common genetic basis between inflammatory granulomatous disorders and it may in the future lead to new hypotheses on pathogenesis. You mentioned the interleukin-23 receptor gene polymorphism, which has been shown to be associated with a number of chronic inflammatory diseases. How does the implication of this gene variant in chronic sarcoidosis change the current understanding of the pathophysiology of the disease? Well, this SNP, this genetic variant, has some biological relevance as it causes a change in one amino acid in the intracellular domain of the IL-23 receptor protein, Thus, it likely affects the downstream signaling of the receptor. And IL-23 is a cytokine which is known to be crucial for the induction of IL-17 producing CD40 helper cells, which are called the TH17 cells. IL-23 stimulates the survival and the proliferation of these TH17 cells and TH17 cells are increasingly recognized as key players in chronic inflammatory disease. Thus, this study opens a new avenue for sarcoidosis research and it will now be important to test for the role of IL-23 and TH17 cells in sarcoidosis. And in fact, one study just was published in the last issue of Thorax. What is the significance of the other genetic variants shown to be associated with both sarcoidosis and inflammatory bowel disease? The biological relevance for the SNP located in the HERC2 gene is not yet known because this gene has not yet been implicated in inflammatory processes. It is conceivable that these SNPs may be in linkage disequilibrium with another polymorphism located nearby. So these SNPs may be associated with sarcoidosis, but may not be directly biologically causal. Even though the genetic associations were shown to be statistically significant, what are the limitations of the study? This is an important issue, and that is very well developed in the accompanying editorial published in the same issue of the ERJ by Dr. Seri, Juan Dubois and Paolo Spaniel. Any novel genetic finding needs to be validated, even the robust data published by Fisher and colleagues. So this is the group of uh, Dr. Fisher and uh, Sylvia Hoffman in Germany. It is mandatory to replicate the data in other independent populations of patients, ideally from different ethnicities or different continents, and at least in different countries. And also these studies are very difficult to carry because of the very nature of the disease, that is, what is studied is the interaction between genetic factors and environmental factors. So the present results will gain much relevance once confirmed by other groups studying other populations of patients. Could you put the study into clinical perspective for our listeners? What could be the potential clinical relevance of these results? 
At the moment, the study by Fisher and colleagues contributes to our understanding of the immunopathogenesis of sarcoidosis, and it fosters further biological studies, for example, on IL-23 signaling and on Th17 cells. But the risk associated with any of the genetic markers is moderate, and their sensitivity and specificity is low, Therefore, they cannot contribute yet to the diagnostic or therapeutic approach. The hope is that in the future, genetic profiling, that is the analysis of a series of genetic markers, may help the clinician to evaluate the prognosis of sarcoidosis and to tailor the therapeutic approach accordingly. Thank you very much, Professor Cotin. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure.